Hi guys, hello everyone. Welcome back to the another episode of the Pushpak Munja Adventure. I'm your host Pushpak, and today we have with us Kevin. Kevin is a rebound coach, uh, and he talks about masculinity relationship. He helps guys who are going through breakups, who are uh, like uh, who don't understand women, and you know, is trying all of us basically. So welcome to the podcast, Kevin. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about all these. very necessary uh piece of knowledge and skills um awesome. and share them um across the world right cuz i'm in the us you're in india we we just yeah, said we're going to yeah. have some awesome awesome people so but i'm doing great i'm doing doing amazing and i'm just excited to be here <laughs> awesome awesome cool so uh, why don't you like introduce uh, about yourself like in a short like uh, when when you say rebound uh, coach you know so why uh, why you call yourself a rebound coach Yeah so I I call myself the rebound coach because um as you can imagine someone who focuses on on breakups and men <laughs> going through breakups yeah. I am a man who has been <laughs> through breakups <laughs> so um I know a thing or two um about it personally um mm-hmm. and I'm very passionate about um basically helping men understand how to position themselves right um in the world um but also with women in relationships so that they can succeed uh, much more effortlessly and without the emotional confusion so yeah i'm i'm working with men um 1v1 and in group settings um and sharing with them sort of my my road of experience yeah. and how to negate and, and stay away from that <laughs> awesome so like uh... you must be talking to a lot of men right so what do you think that problem men are facing like in terms of relationship in terms of attracting women or do you think men are getting weaker like uh, about this you know whole masculinity like a lot of movements are starting all over the world it's like this uh, pop in pop culture people are calling uh, masculinity toxic but uh, you know so what do you think about that what all yeah it's a it's a can I, I of words a lo- lot of questions in one <laughs> sentence so let's go step by step no i i got you i mean hey it's 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 definitely um it revolves around masculinity for sure you know there is mm-hmm. something going on um yeah like you said i work with it every day you know i work i'm in this industry of relationships you know understanding the dynamics um of how to be successful in that um and what i see is that we have a very um poor understanding of of our own energy um mm-hmm. so we're talking about masculine and feminine energy right um and and how we're operating um with with other people <laughs> mm-hmm. um and we we have a poor understanding so of understanding ourselves and then what we want from from people we're seeking um but yes to answer your question like you know what is like the, this this problem of masculinity like I I think the core is is masculinity, right? We're we're kind of softer as a society for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean this past year we just faced, you know, an immense challenge in COVID-19 which um definitely, you know, was a challenge and and it either brought the best out of people or other people maybe they they found their weaknesses, right? Maybe a little bit weaker. Yeah. Um but yes, I I do think um men as a whole um we're finding that there is a little bit of weakness um there is masculinity is 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 a little bit under duress <laughs> there are still plenty of masculine people out there and many masculine men um but i think even those people those men they they misunderstand um what they're looking for with women so then we have women right or mm-hmm. taking 
places now in the workplace. I mean, it's a beautiful thing because we want women to be financially secure um, and, and doing amazing things and doing what they want to be doing. Right. Uh, But now we have sort of this conflict where we have a lot of masculine, we have a lot of masculine men um, and we have maybe a lot of men who are, are, are meeting women who maybe are, are the superior in their, yeah, in their masculinity. Yeah. And so then we have men who are sort of becoming weaker and, and they're trying to find a way to polarize these energies. So like, you know, if you meet a woman who truly you're like, wow, she's, you know, maybe she's like a CEO or she's a boss and, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell, you know, she's got this dynamic energy about her. So you're a guy and maybe you, you're masculine, but in order to, you know, make a relationship with work with her, one of you maybe needs to sort of like step into their feminine, right? So you can yeah, sort of okay, polarize okay. each other. Mm-hmm. So I think we're seeing a lot of that. <laughs> Pushback. Oh. I think we're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of that. So and like uh, you're saying men are getting into fem- like men are becoming feminine, like uh, in, in this kind of example, mm-hmm. right? That's what you're trying mm-hmm. to say? Yes. And, I, and my, my ladies out there, I don't think they're off the hook either. There's a lot of people who will say, you know, it's, it's just men are weak and that's the end of the story. I think it's much more complex than that. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah. Like, you know, we've obviously, we know what the divorce rate is, at least in the States, um, yeah. in America, yeah. you know, people are getting divorced and, and relationships just struggle. Um, and with, with, when it comes to, to, to women um, and both men and women, it's just an understanding, right? We, we, we don't understand you know, what we want from a relationship. Um, we also have societal pressures, you know, where people in general are, these younger generations aren't really even seeking out relationships, <laughs> you know, hookup culture. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is, is just super popular and people aren't really mm-hmm. looking for committed relationships. So then they end up getting burned because yeah, yeah. then they meet someone that's amazing, but their whole, their whole psych about it was, I'm not getting in a relationship. And they meet someone amazing and mm-hmm. that person burns them and then they're all upset. And it's like my whole theme pushback for, for 2021 is, is being conscious and intentional. So mm-hmm. with the men I work with in my program, it's all about being conscious and intentional so that we know what we're looking for. Uh, I'm not saying we have to be like unbelievably rigid that we can't have fun with people who are outside of that. Uh, but having an understanding of what you're looking for in a woman and in a relationship and, and being really conscious about, you know, not spending time with people who are outside of what you're looking for, because mm-hmm. that's how we get burned. So um, <laughs> there's a lot. We could break it down in this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. But there's a lot to uncover. Awesome. So, like, uh, you know, you talked about divorce. So, like, this, uh, you know, as an India, we are a traditional society. Not anymore, but, like, uh, our parents and, you know, our grandparents, so they never had divorce. Like, there are very few people, like, you know, only 1% of the people, like, my friends. Actually, there's none of my friends whose parents got divorced. Can you imagine that? Like, this is a situation (laughs) in, uh, in India. I think there there might be few of your friends uh, whose parents are divorced in the USA, right? You know, it, it's that's a great question. Um, I, I think there is still the traditional. So those generations are, are still pretty traditional. Like mm-hmm. my, my parents, that generation, yeah. um, still a lot of tradition in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only my part of the world. The US is enormous. You know, India is really big too. Exactly. And like, there's definitely parts of this country where I can go west the western part of this country maybe meet more people who 
have been married multiple times, mm. you know, etc. Um, yeah. So Billy G, Uncle Billy G, and Jeff, both of they got divorced recently. Yeah, you, you know, it's it's, and here's the thing too, you know, I mean, I I don't know anyone who wants to get a divorce, um, or or thinks that a divorce is like a part of life, right? Because a divorce is really serious, like costs a lot of money, <laughs> takes a lot of yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but the, the point I want to make about that is that um, I don't, it's not a problem that people want to leave relationships, right? Like a lot of the times, you know, I, I, I can be convinced that maybe one person isn't going to be your person for life. I, I can't tell you for sure. I don't have that information. <laughs> what we do know is it's very, we've seen it's very hard to make work. Um, but I think just this, this marriage conversation is, is uh, very, a very difficult one, right? You have yeah, to yeah, be yeah. very, very certain. You know, um, I think we should first focus on the relationship stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so actually, uh, so, you know, you said like uh, men are becoming less masculine and female, uh, women are becoming more masculine. Mm-hmm. So h- how do we, you know, uh, like what kind of like, can you give us like real life example, or, like uh, what kind of problems are people like, what's the real problem? Like, you know, I, I heard there's a problem of uh, some people have the fear of abandonment, some fear, like some people, uh, they are people pleasing, like they want to please their partner. And then there are people who are very needy, like some guys who are like needy, they want to constantly talk. So, uh, like, how, how do they speak? Like, you know, yeah. how do they, they right? Yeah, what about yeah. That? I think it, I think it means we have to break down masculinity, right? Like, what is masculinity? Like, what is not masculine, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what we're really dealing with. Because yeah, I mean, you're right. Masculinity can be like a blanket term that a lot of people might not understand, right? Um, but what masculinity is underneath that word is, you know, discipline, you know, confidence, purpose, intention, you know, leading, decision making, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. being sure of yourself, that's masculinity, right? And so what what, what we mean by what this problem is we're seeing with men is, like you said, we're seeing a lot of needy men who, who don't really know what they want out of life, right? They're kind of like, they lack some sort of purpose, um, Mm -hmm. some sort of like intention or something to focus on, right? Um, and we find a lot of men kind of becoming obsessed with finding love or finding a relationship, which is really what the feminine is. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here's the thing, like, it's not a bad thing to be feminine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all men, all of us should, should have a good balance of masculine and feminine energy within us from moment to moment. Right. Um, but what the problem is, I think there's a lot of men who are struggling with women because well a lot of generally speaking right like most guys want to be the masculine like leader like this james bond type this badass Mm -hmm. you know most guys if you were to ask them like they'd be like yeah i want to be smooth right like i want to be able to go up to a girl talk to her and just like have success that way Mm -hmm. um but if they're acting out of a feminine way right then they're going to be confused like why are things not working (laughs) it's because generally what's happening is this happened to me. I was prioritizing love. Like I didn't, like, I wasn't saying that out loud, but that's just how I felt. Like I wanted, I, my whole thing was like, just to meet a girl. Right. And like have love. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when that's your purpose and your priority, you're not really masculine anymore. You're actually a feminine person because what the feminine is, the feminine wants love, you know? So like 
as, as a woman, most women, you can kind of tell maybe you have friends or girlfriends that like, you can kind of just tell their whole life is about love. It's like centered mm-hmm. around love. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell when they get into a relationship, you can see a woman who's just like, she's just so fulfilled. She's so happy because yeah, she has yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Whereas men, a masculine person rather would be very focused on purpose, very mm-hmm. focused on their career. Um, and you, of course you want to balance to all of this, right. But mm-hmm. these are just the polarizing energies, right. The yin and the yang. So what we're seeing is, yeah, we just have a lot of guys who lack purpose or, or rather they lack the understanding that if they want to succeed long-term with women, then they need to prioritize some sort of goal, some sort of purpose. Yeah. Because so, that's, that's the masculine. Yeah. So you said like, uh, mm, these guys who are, you know, who like you also had in your mind, once you start to like, once you're thinking of getting into a relationship, then you're thinking it as a love, right? So that is the wrong thing, which guys are doing. So what should uh, they do? Like what should have in their mind before getting into mm. relationships? Like, Great question. Great question. I'm, I definitely love to answer that. So the first thing you want to do is basically you've had this inner discussion with yourself. You're, you're like, you're basically like something's not working, right? I've mm-hmm. been hurt. I, I want to be this badass leader, right? So you basically affirmed that you've affirmed that I want to be primarily masculine, right? We're going to be balanced out. We're going to have amazing feminine qualities as well, mm-hmm. but we're going to be primarily in our masculine nature. So then the very next thing you have to do, well, for, after you've committed to that, right? You've said, yes, <laughs> I'm committed. Cause some people just say that they'll do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they don't commit to it. So the second thing is you commit to finding that purpose, right? Now, I think there's a lot of people who talk a little bit too much about purpose and make it this sort of like intimidating, like, how am I going to find it sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Really what we're talking about here is we just want you to be driven, right? Like driven towards being successful. Like maybe you don't know specifically what you want to be good at or what you want to do, but just, just, just say to yourself, like, you know what? Like, I just want to like be good at this thing. Right. And I'm going to commit all of my energy to it. And it's not saying you're going to block out dating. You're going to be off the market. It's just saying like, that's my, that's my goal. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to create success for myself and for my family. Right. And my network. And so what you're basically doing is now all that attention that you used to spend thinking about women, right. Thinking Mm -hmm. about that girl you went on that amazing date with, right. You had a good time with her. You got drinks or you went on a hike with her, whatever you did, you'll, you'll probably, you'll slowly over time, what will happen is you'll realize like all that mental energy that you used to spend, like honestly in pain, Mm -hmm. just thinking about women and thinking about her, the girl, whoever this girl is, whoever's watching this, listening to this. And Mm -hmm. they're like, cause we've all been there where we've all like had this girl that we had an amazing time with. And now she's just living in our head, you know, mm-hmm. preoccupied. And this is like, part of this is amazing. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying you'll like, you'll get her out of your head. I don't necessarily want that for you. I want you to have love and, and totally be in love with a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the idea is it won't be like painful and it won't be like confusing. You'll be able to be like understanding that. Okay. Hey, like, you know, I had this amazing experience. I love this woman mm-hmm. already, you know, whatever you're dating her, whatever or in a relationship, but you know that your goal is whatever you're doing during the day, right? Um, so how does it could help us in our dating, basically? Say it again. How, how does it could help a man in his dating and in his dating life and in, and in the normal life, basically? 
like focusing yeah. on goal focusing on my purpose and focusing on mission and one more thing uh, like let me add uh, like as you uh, actually you also mentioned like uh, when we talk about finding a purpose like everyone talks about it like you know, I know. find your purpose find your purpose find your mission you should have a mission mm-hmm. as a man you should have a mission even i talked about it i like you know mm-hmm. i'm creating content on instagram i talk about it but what should be your mission how to find your mission you know like mm-hmm. that yeah so these are the two questions yeah yeah well i'll start with that one first and then remind me of the next one after yeah yeah <laughs> so you know finding your purpose right it is it is kind of a, a, a it's a big topic and i think um i I've, I've definitely spent i spent years just like focusing on that area i was reading mm-hmm. books about it I, I was really so that's the main thing right and just just be just try you know cuz some people don't even don't even pay attention they just yeah. kind of like they've subscribed to maybe working like this job that doesn't fulfill them in any way, mm-hmm. but they've, they've subscribed to the idea that this is what I have to do. So first of all, like you just have to believe that there's going to be something out there for you that is a little bit of, it's a calling, right? It's something that's been calling. Some of us, you might be listening to this podcast and you're like, you've had a little voice in the back of your head that's wanted you to try something and you just haven't pulled the trigger right? You haven't tried it yet. You know, I don't know about you, but it probably took some time to like start this podcast, start the page and start talking about it. It takes yeah, bravery. Yeah, it takes, yeah. it takes courage, you know? Uh, but now you're finding yourself like you're, you're immersed in it. it like mm-hmm. this is what, this is for guys that like don't feel immersed in something like this is what you're going for. Right. Uh, obviously I'm not saying I want you to get lost in it. Cause now eventually um, you, you come to spirituality, <laughs> at least I hope, and your journey as a man, that's, that's, that's what I'm about, right? Is you find purpose, you make it your life, and then eventually you, you, you involve yourself in spirituality and understanding that, you know, regardless of whatever happens, like, like I love this moment, you know, being mm-hmm. in the present moment. Mm-hmm. But back to the purpose conversation, make it, just make it an emphasis, Make it an emphasis, search for it. You know, I can't tell you since I'm not talking to you one v one, like how I'm going to find your purpose. But if you just pay attention to it, I promise you, you will, uh, something will click. You know, it may yeah, not be yeah. today. It may not be tomorrow. It might not be next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like, it, it, and, and for some people, maybe they're, they don't really have a genuine calling until later in their life. I don't know. You know, I do think though, that if you're in your twenties, you know, you've probably had enough life experience where there's something that is drawing you, you know, something that's calling you because at the end of the day, like eventually it'll just be trying things, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. try things and, and see what works, see what sticks. Exactly. Because you know what, like uh, I've been trying things from last three to four years and uh, I still don't know what I, you know, what I really want. I, I don't know that like, uh, you know, that, like this is my calling and all. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying, man. Like uh, last year, I started podcast in the pandemic. Then I started creating content. Uh, like uh, in, when I was in college, I started a company. I started my startup and then I started working with another startup. So I tried doing multiple things and I'm still doing, uh, you know. So I think uh, maybe like I'm having fun doing this podcast, right? So I think maybe mm-hmm. like I don't know if it, like uh, how long can I do it or uh, I, I don't really know the outcome out of it, to be honest. So, but I'm having fun. I'm learning new things. So I guess uh, that's how I think we need to like, you know, keep trying. Most of the people, what, like what people do is they just stick to one job and then keep doing it and then don't even explore. So I think mm-hmm. that's the thing we should really do. 
A hundred percent. And part of that is you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, because like you're going to come to a point where, like you just said, your, your job is going to be like kind of boring to you. Um, there's just going to be challenges, like no matter what, like there's a quote out there. Um, I believe Grant Cardone is uh, who said this, but he says that you don't have to love what you do to like what you do. Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like counterintuitive, right? It's like, oh, so maybe I can just like, you, you basically it's just saying like, Hey, you know, whatever you end up doing, you know, for your money-making or maybe you have a side passion or side project, however you organize this purpose, um, there's going to be challenges and there's going to be things you don't want to do. Um, so that's why I always look back to that quote, whenever I'm like, I'm doing something in my business, um, today or tomorrow that I'm like, this kind of sucks. I'm like, well, you know, like this is like, part of this is just like people, you have to make sacrifices, you know, you have to do some things that you don't like. Um, and then then at the end of the day, like surround yourself with support so that like you can ask questions to mentors, to, to coaches, to people who can like be, because when we're on our own journey, it's very difficult to always understand, mm-hmm. you know, what yeah, we're, yeah. what we should be doing or if we're doing things right. So support should 100% be welcomed. Like, you know, like uh, we started talking about in the, uh, like the entire, uh, entire of a gen- generation, like do what you love, follow your passion. So mm-hmm. uh, that's true. But you know, like when it comes to work, now, even if it comes to doing a podcast, if you like talking to someone, yeah, this part is good, right? But you know what? After that, I need to edit this video. I need to upload it, and then I need to publish it. So that kind of part really sucks. Okay, I, like this is a personally feel. But still, I have to do it because yeah, that's a part of man. That's how you work. Work is not fun. Like we need to accept this, right? Work couldn't be fun. Like uh, you'll ha- you have to do this, and yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, and yeah. you make you make a great point. You make a yeah. great point. It, it is, it is tough. It's something I, I, I ask myself every week, you know, like, like you have to have good conversations with yourself, right. To understand mm-hmm. what is necessary to contributing to your dream. Like, right. Like that's when you go back to your goals. It's like, right, so you have to be rational about it. It's like, okay, like here's parts of what I'm doing that I really enjoy. Um, maybe, maybe compare it to the shit that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have time also to just explore. So when it comes to purpose, like I think we've hit it on the nail here um, on, on why it's important and, and what, how, to, how to go about it. Um, to maybe summarize and cap up this portion of the conversation, like mm-hmm. purpose, like whether you have it or don't have it, just be focused on that, that success, right? Because ultimately um, women are attracted to busy, successful men. So, yeah yeah so that that was that was my second question i guess like why we should focus on the purpose mm-hmm. instead of women and how it could help us with dating and in our life that was a question right yeah 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 that was so yeah yeah so yeah that's a great i mean it's a great segue it's like why why purpose right like why do we need to be committed to something because well we know it's masculine so we know that it'll be polarized into the feminine but why does that matter right mm-hmm. okay so really what it is too and why it helps like on the on the short term is that you'll be so preoccupied with growing your purpose your passion your business whatever it is um that 
you'll spend much less time being needy, right? Being like mm-hmm. being insecure and, and chasing women away. Cause that's one that I use that, that term a lot, that phrase. I try not to, because I think it can be misleading. Uh, but if you've ever felt like you've chased a woman away before, like you kind of like pushed her out the door, mm-hmm. like that's the feeling of like being insecure, being needy, being a little more in our feminine. Yeah. Um, whereas when we have purpose, we can date, and we're not really, we have so much love, not only for what we're doing in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have so much love for what we're doing in our lives that we won't sort of like, you know, become needy due to that. We'll be so fulfilled with what we have going on in our own lives that we won't place a woman on a pedestal anymore. I mean, sure, you could still make that mistake, but it'll be much easier for you when you have something going on in your life that's really important um, and you care about it. Um, so that you, you won't really put yourself in a position to get hurt, you know, because you're so focused on what you have going on. So so say you're in the dating scene and like, you know, I have a, I have a different perspective on all that when it comes to dating. Like I don't, none of my clients or anyone in the program, like I don't tell them we need to be going on dates. I -hmm. used to have that perspective. Um, but in the superior man course, it's all about being conscious and intentional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're trying to position ourselves in a way where we attract women into our lives that already align with us and our values and are going to support us. Um, instead of just going on these like nonsense dates, you know, that they're hookups, right? Mm-hmm, it's part mm-hmm. of like hookup culture. Yeah. But in the end of the day, it's not fulfilling like meeting an actual woman that could, you know, contribute to your life on a really positive, um, yeah. positive way. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that's, that's really like when it comes down to why purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's no, like, it makes sense. Yeah. It totally makes yeah. sense because if you don't have a purpose in life, like if you don't have a mission and you're constantly texting your girlfriend or your, cons- or your, or your wife, or like you're constantly mm-hmm. talking to her. So, yeah. But you know, there are uh, this people also like, uh, who are into emotionally dependent relationships like uh, they're emotionally dependent on their, their partner and they constantly seek approval from their partner right like uh, uh, approval for anything i don't know like uh, th- this is not only happens with men this happens with women as well right they seek approval and they are like codependent so uh, mm-hmm. like you know in indian movies in indian bollywood movies uh, like uh, they've been showing us that uh, you know like uh, only two people can matlab, uh, how do i explain this man means uh, you are not together like uh, like when a man and woman comes then you are the complete like uh, suppose okay. someone is my girlfriend then if i am with her then only i am a complete man otherwise i am not you know that kind of culture which india indian society has influenced basically so that's why people are you know codependent on each other and emotionally dependent basically on each other so what do you think about that you know, I see that. I see that right here in the States too. Hollywood, you know, media, yeah. movies. It's, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with, with your, with your sentiment about it. And it's, 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 uh, it's understanding that like you need to have full self-love and self-confidence in yourself really before you can achieve this like 10 out of 10 ideal relationship, you know, because like, if you're subscribing to the idea that like you said that I'm going to meet someone and they're going to complete me. Um, that's a, that's just not a good way to look at it. Right. Yeah, it's it's completely, <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's really, de- it's really dependent 
on that person. And in reality, if you're ever in a place where you need anyone, um, it's not a good place to be because <laughs> then we're, we're constantly at mercy of that person and whether wow. they're showing up or not. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we can fully understand ourselves and be at peace, like total peace with ourselves and our journey. And I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> I'm not saying this is easy, but I, I promise you it's a road worth taking, you know, is, is, and it may be difficult to be alone, right. To, to, to discover yourself and to yeah, yeah. emotionally mature, but for your future relationships, it's going to do amazing wonders, you know, because there's just a very small percentage of relationships out there in the world that um, we can imagine are 10 out of 10 and, and feel truly amazing to be in and be a part of, you know, it's not, so we have to basically take the high road, which is a big thing I preach in, in my programs and with my clients mm-hmm. is that we have to take kind of this, this more difficult road, this difficult journey, which is probably being alone a little more, right? And discovering ourselves because ultimately another person is not going to complete you. They're just, they can make you better. A woman could really improve your life. She could really help you, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you you shouldn't need her and she shouldn't need you either. I mean, it it should just be, you guys compliment each other is a much better phrase to use is that someone can compliment you and your, your traits and your abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you talk about going alone, like, uh, so uh, you also mentioned earlier, like, as a, when we see a masculine man, so like in Hollywood or in Bollywood as well, like uh, when we look at the John Wayne or James Bond, so these guys are like lone wolf. But uh, don't you think that's, you know, that's not necessary? Like, uh, like, in terms of women, like women are always talking, you know, they're always talking, like whatever they feel, they like open up, no matter how fucked up they are mm. feeling. So, but, you know, they can open up, but as a man, like you can't, you know, just tell your insecurities to people, like especially to, a, to another man. So I think, uh, you know, it's really important if we have a group of people, if you have a group of even a small group of men, which you can share everything because everyone has have needs, man. Like uh, no matter how masculine you are, no matter how alpha you call yourself. But uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, that uh, that mentality of James Bond becoming, you know, staying alone. I think that's. I, I, I think that is not sustainable at all. I think we should 100%. have a brotherhood kind of stuff. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up because the only reason I use James Bond um, from time to time is just to reference his charm right? Mm-hmm. His yeah, ability yeah. to attract women, but not his masculinity. His masculinity is a little rigid. It's a little closed off. It's a little bit old school masculinity, mm-hmm. right? Um, what, I, what I want for my clients and for, for people to take away from this podcast is that, you know, masculinity, when it's healthy and when it's strong, um, you should feel, you should definitely feel like a warrior, like a savage, but at the same time, also, like vulnerable, able to like speak to people and and tell people, you know, how you feel, but it's not like, like when masculinity is, is, is just, it's, it's kind of gross when people sort of like maybe make fun of people for like their softer side. Right. We see that sometimes. And like, it's, it's a really bad thing because what we're doing is we're, we're basically telling people who want to be masculine, like we have to be, we have to suppress our emotions. It's like, obviously that's not, what that does, it's going to make you a very hardened individual 
who has a difficult time relating to the feminine and having relationships with women, successful ones, at least like 10 out of 10 ones, um, because you're going to be so hardened with your emotions. You never release. You always keep them in. Um, you know, I like to look at masculinity as, as you're like a warrior. You're a savage. Like you could definitely you can lead a, a fucking pack, you know, but but you also would be able to connect with someone who's really down and, and, and support them um, and, you know, be in that sort of like loving state. So what, one thing I actually said recently that kind of sums this up <laughs> is that you lead with your heart. Um, but make decisions with your logic. Like that's right. kind of a great way to sum up. Like I think modern masculinity should be. So it's like, you're leading with your heart. So you genuinely are loving and you are like, you are love. Um, but you're also not an idiot. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. you have, you have emotional discipline and you're able to say yes or no to the truth, right? Like your, your ability to see truth is still um, intact. Um, so yeah. <laughs> awesome. So do you think like the feminine women are not uh, like uh, becoming less, 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 like it's hard to find a feminine, feminine woman who wants to, you know, uh, like have kids, take care of family and, you know, do this traditional stuff or, or, do, or this kind of women are also out there. <laughs> well, we have, we definitely know that there are women out there that want that right mm -hmm. um you're probably gonna have to look for more traditional women <laughs> right for more traditional women um now i think it's just like we have modern men now we're gonna have modern women where like we all need to adapt like if, okay. if you're women yeah. like <laughs> if you're women if you're a woman like it, it's it'd be important to understand like what you want you know like and then obviously as a man identify that because a lot of women there's there's some people who say this and I, I do think it's true is that a lot of times women will say things um that they don't actually mean um right and it's, it's not it's not like coming out the right way um and sometimes we have to look at that a lot with the way um so it's not it's different between the way they act right they behave so like yeah. on social media you see a lot of women who like they kind of really preach right now and it's from the media it's from the top down mm -hmm. it's not like all of women's fault it's not all of men's fault you play this gender blaming game and you go nowhere really yeah. what it is is we see the media promoting um women working you know really intense jobs over you know living a domestic life and and at the end of the day i want everyone to be happy um you just have to understand what you're looking for um, and be very mindful about um, someone's actions versus their words when you're trying to identify a woman that's going to support you. So to answer your question, there's 100% there are feminine women out there. Um, I do think we're more in a time period where like domestic behavior, domestic lifestyles are, are getting kind of like shit on <laughs> for lack of a better term. Like it's, it's people are looking at that like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, we have, you know, feminism um, as the the idea ideology and the culture is very strong right now especially in the states um yeah. put, pushing women into the to the workforce yeah and, that's gonna fuck up, you know fuck up our society i guess feminism could fuck up our society i think yeah people will get offended by listening to this but yeah that's i think it's a fact man i don't know like yeah I think there's definitely like, obviously feminism in the beginning, it's, it's a really positive movement. Cause we, you know, cause if we want to go back and talk about history of this, like women for so long, you know, we're struggling to be independent. 
Um, and it wasn't, and it wasn't their fault. You know, I mean, it was just how society was so mm-hmm. for back of, lack of a better understanding. Society was just, you know, we support our men, we work in the kitchen and, and that's what it was. And a lot of women suffered, you know, because they had no other option. If a yeah. man was treating them horribly, where are they going to go? They don't have any yeah. job skills. They don't have anything. So what, what's happening right now is we're just having the adverse reaction to that, you know, and that happens. Like you look at politics, like you get one really polarizing president and then the pendulum swings to the next, you know, it's like, it's just the people we want the polar opposite. So right now we have, we're just, we're just recovering from that time period where women are looking back at the seventies and the twenties and all this time. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, I can't believe women were like bowing to men's feet. So now there's this just really harsh reaction that you see on social media and you see from women who are just like, I don't need no man, all that sort of drama. And um, at the end of the day, I think it'll even out. Um, it will even out because it has to, right? I think that's really toxic, man. Like, really toxic. So, ang- like they're angry at men for no reason, like like just because of the social yeah. media post or like something happened in history. Yeah. Like, well, come it's, on, dude. Like, it's people who are easily manipulated. And this goes back to, to yeah. you know, there's a quote. Um, it's just about like the weak-minded versus the strong-minded. Like, you know, how, how governments and media always goes after the weak-minded people. Um, and typically those people are, are easily susceptible to being sort of manipulated into like hating something that they have no experience with. And that's a lot exactly. of what feminism is. Women hate domesticity and they've never ever been domestic in their entire lives. <laughs> you know, so it's like, how exactly. do you know you hate childbearing or hate anything like that when you've never done it? Hey, but I, I'm coming as a, as a man who has, has no you know experience in this um i'm just saying from what my experience is interacting with women who are like that i've been on dates with women who are you know really really into feminism and, and they've they've definitely told me they don't want a man sometimes and it's like it's like they don't know what they want at some point and at the end of the day it's it's really a corruption coming from you know i i can't yeah. say i know for sure but it's definitely coming from the media it's definitely coming from government you know and we, as we know, I feel really bad for this woman, man. I, from bottom of my heart, bottom of my heart, I feel really bad for those this woman who are like totally brainwashed by feminism. Yeah, I mean, well, Basically. some people theorize that it's it's very similar to how black people have been treated in the history, right? It's like mm-hmm. just similar to women. Women are looking at their experience in this world, and they're like, "Wow, like my parents, my grandparents, like they lived horrible domestic lives, right? And their lives were shit." Yeah. So they're they want to change things and similar to yeah, racism you know it's, it's like yeah like it's maybe they want to take revenge i don't know from men or like they're resentful I, I like there could be a lot of things but it will never give them peace of mind you know like they, they should understand this yeah and there's nothing we can do about it pushback like we, <laughs> we, we could talk about feminism all day long and we're just going to make people yeah. mad um Actually. it's important to talk about for for men and to, to understand that these types of women are out there but there's still you know i like to believe there's still tons of amazing women out there um whether yeah, they're going to yeah, be your yeah. girlfriend or just a friend um there's plenty of women that are are really into feminism that can be an amazing friend for you um i don't know how that always works <laughs> 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 but but what i'm saying is there are amazing women out there um because I, yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people a lot of people look at this this society and it's so bleak in terms of uh dating prospects yeah. but you have to remain positive, just like we do in everything. You have to remain positive. Um, right. You might need to put yourself in different areas 
of your country, your state, your environment, so you can meet more women who are more aligned with what you're looking for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really all you can do. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think like do you think like uh, m- m- like men should uh, date the uh, feminine woman or like the feminist woman or what? Do, I I want to ask you like who would you date a feminist or a feminine? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. If you look at who I am, you know, I'm I'm probably not going to do well in a long-term relationship with like a woman that's very into modern feminism. Mm-hmm. You know, I, obviously I support women. I love women. That's why I love that women. I love that's why I talk about women all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's why that's how much I love them. But um there's there's men, yeah, there's a lot of women that subscribe to modern feminism that would be very hard to date. Um, cause they, they believe that men are bad and, and it's just kind of in their blood, right? It's kind yeah, of just like yeah, ingrained yeah. in them at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not admit that to you face to face, um, but their actions would show otherwise. Um, and so, yeah, obviously like the goal is not to date anyone, um, who I wouldn't say like from feminism or any ideology, just you're looking for a feminine woman. Um, you definitely have to like be very aware. And that's why I say conscious and intentional. So my theme for 2021 is conscious and intentional. You have to kind of break down these people where they're coming from. You know, do they hate their parents? Do they hate America? Yeah, do they yeah. hate the country they live in? Like, <laughs> cause right now, I mean, there's a lot of that going on and you know, right, I'm, right. I'm what you, so yeah, you, you, I guess politics, you have to look at your values and, and where you yeah, are politically totally. and be with someone who is more aligned with you. You know, like my, one of my biggest values is accountability. Um, and accountability is like that, that shows a lot about someone. Um, and you can find out really quickly who's accountable and who's not. Um, how, how do and you do might, that? well, I mean, if you're, if you're ever with them or you look at, uh, their politics, <laughs> a lot of the times can show whether they're an accountable person or not, or they're sort of like a victim blamer type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and that, I mean, that's, you see a lot of that today. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. really like to, I don't like to hang out with people who like to make excuses. Like I like to just be positive and believe that I can sort of in a way control my destiny. Um, mm-hmm. Also surrender from a spiritual perspective, but I can make actions that make my life better. Um, and that's how I choose to live. So I, I really want to be with someone who believes that same thing. And um, you know, so conscious and intentional, the only way you can get there and live that is by truly feeling like you can attract anyone. Like, you know, a superior man, he can get any woman he wants, but he chooses to mm-hmm. only get the women that he wants. And that's like, that's a pretty big step to get to. I, I realize that not every man is, is at that stage. You might be at the stage where you're just trying to like hook up with a bunch of girls because mm-hmm. you haven't ever done that before. And that's great. Go explore your sexuality, hang out, have fun and, and hook up with a bunch of girls. Eventually when you're ready, you know, you'll see you've, you've dated enough women to know like, okay, I don't like those types of women. I don't like that type of woman. Like mm-hmm. I really like women who are tall, who are, who are, who are sweet and nice. Hopefully that's, that's one that you got to remember right there yeah. is everyone, every guy listening to this, you want to date someone who's nice. <laughs> I know it sounds like, well, that should be easy, right? If they love me, they're going to be nice to me. It's like, not always. <laughs> you got to make sure you're, you're really looking out for um, the characteristics of people um and don't get into something for lust you know if you're if you're serious about meeting someone who's going to help your life um improve and compliment you like we talked about earlier um then consider taking lust and sex out of the occasion 
that might help you. That might help you focus more on who she actually is as a person and not who she is as a, a more sexual being, right? Um, and from, from these like spiritual perspectives. So um, that's a good takeaway for guys listening is like, understand where you're at on your journey. Like if you're still exploring, you have no idea what type of woman you wanna be with, then you might need to just get out there and keep exploring. Um, but if you do, then maybe it's time to stop having sex with so many women, you know, like, <laughs> like you, just, you just get to a point where like, I know I can if I want to, but like, it's not getting me the results I want. I'm not meeting high yeah, quality yeah. women who are improving my life. I'm just churning and burning <laughs> all these <laughs> chicks. And it's like, what am I doing? Cause I used to do that stuff. I mean, I used to really be into like, you know, approach and having lots of options with women, dating a bunch of women and all that stuff. But now I'm like, you know, let's, let's attract the right woman. Right. And, and mm-hmm. it's all, you probably know it. It's all about taking the high road. Yeah. Like yeah. it's taking the difficult journey. So you talked, you're talking a lot about conscious intentions, right? If I'm not mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So what's it about? So conscious is from a standpoint of like being mindful, right? Like, so I'm glad you asked that because maybe I need to clarify that more on my content, <laughs> but conscious is, yeah. I mean, it's being mindful, right? It's like, it's so obviously if you've never, maybe you're someone who's like had kind of a chaotic life so far. Mm-hmm. Um, like you don't understand things very well. You don't really understand yourself very well. So maybe you, you can't even be, you're not even capable of being conscious yet. You need to like awaken that side of you. So I'd recommend getting into spirituality. Maybe just start with an easy meditation, right? Um, and you might be wondering, like, what the hell does this have to do <laughs> with attracting women? Well, you'd be very shocked. Um, what I do in my Superior Man course is I introduce spirituality to a lot of the guys. Um, and what happens is you become so, like, aware of how you're being perceived and what's happening around you, right? Because you get out of your head, you get out of your thoughts, you clean that out. So now it's just empty, So now that when you're with women and you go out, like you can totally, you're just in tune, you know, you're in tune with the feminine, you're in tune with how she's looking at you. Is she smiling? Is she cold? Is she in a jacket? Like you're just able to read her and body language better. It's just, it's just when you're conscious, you'll also be, you'll be able to notice the good things, but you also be able to notice the bad things. Mm -hmm. So it's like on a first date, you should be able to know within minutes almost like whether someone is like, really your partner, you know, I know that sounds like, holy shit, really? Like, I mean, when you get to the point where you're conscious and truly awake, like it won't be that hard. Uh, but this is after you've had a little bit of experience, I'm, I'm sure. But yeah. Um, and then intentional is just like, don't do anything that doesn't in line, that isn't in line with where you want to go. You know, like if you're so like some people say, you know, and this is a this is kind of the second stage man. I'll just use second stage and we'll say third stage is the superior man who only chooses to do what he wants to do. Right. But a second stage man might say like, I'm going to hook up with this girl. I know I'm not going to like, she's not really a girl I would like get in a relationship with, but I'm going to hook up with her. And it's like, you know, that's not very intentional. Right. That's not very conscious. That's, that's basically telling me like, you don't really care. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. and, and some of you might be like, well, what does it matter? Like, I'm, I already know I'm not going to be with her. Why don't I just hook up with her? Hey, it's up to you. Go for it if you want. But what can happen is if you if you spend time with people who you don't really align with, eventually problems happen. <laughs> yeah. You might end up in a relationship with that person, whether you like it or not. 
because you've just been with that person. And, and what happens is when you spend enough time with someone, you begin to love them. If you have a nice heart, you know, you just love people, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, if you're a kind, nice guy, like I'm sure a lot of you are like, don't spend time with someone who's not that because you'll end up loving them. And that'll be a really tough, uh, relationship and a tough journey. So, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's not that, Hey, it's not that you can't explore your sexuality, Real, realize where you're at in your journey. Right. Um, my thing is like, you know, I want everyone to feel abundance, but not necessarily like physical abundance. Cause you hear a lot in the dating stages, like you got to have a lot of girls, you have a lot of options so that you feel abundance. But like, to me, I'm like, Hmm, I really question that. I'm like, if I'm really a badass dude, like, do I really need lots of women just to feel confident? Like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's interesting because yeah, they've been saying yeah. that for years. It's like, you have to have three or four different girls because that's when you're going to be your most confident. It's like, mm -hmm. why, <laughs> why is women my only confidence source? <laughs> exactly. like, you know, like you got to diversify that confidence. So, um, yeah, that's another point about abundance that I think is important to understand. Totally. That's true. So, like, uh, what do you think, like, any advice for men, what men should do and and what women should do also at, at the same time and, like, in relationship, in terms of relationship, in terms of dating mm -hmm. and all? So, looking at my guys, like, I just want you to be able to take a look in the mirror, right? Like, really take some time to self-reflect. Um, I know that's something a lot of rigid masculine guys wouldn't want to do, Right. And maybe that's you and maybe that's triggering you right now. Like mm -hmm. you need to have that conversation. I'm like, what, where am I at in my journey? Right. Am I someone who hasn't experienced any sort of love and attraction? Then let's, let's, let's get into that. Like, right. Let them make that be something we work on. Right. The purpose is always the first thing, right. Establish that you want to find that purpose, make that a priority. Um, and once you've done that, um, then look at yourself and be like, where, where do I need to get better at dating? And like, can I, can I have more romantic experiences and start to build up that sort of, that sort of profile of, of my success. Um, but once you've achieved that, you know, it's time, I think for us guys to mature a little bit and, and stop spending time with women who don't support you um, and aren't with you. Um, and I think, you know, from a society perspective and culture too, um, we'll be able to kind of reclaim our masculinity in a sense, if we can live this more modern masculine, more superior man sort of energy. Um, Cause you know, I, I see a lot of women dominating right now <laughs> from a competitive standpoint, right? Like a lot of my guys are getting wrecked um, <laughs> in, in relationships and getting broken up with and getting hurt. Um, so it's time to just take a look in the mirror and see how we can improve. Uh, but I guess the, the main takeaway is like, if you don't know your purpose, just spend time in this reflection and, and just put effort towards finding it. And that'll be like the, the best thing you can do for yourself, honestly. So how can we reclaim our masculinity as a man? And why do we need to reclaim our masculinity? Well, if you don't, if you don't want to get, you know, burned, you don't want to get like broken up with, you don't want to, you know, experience sadness. You don't want to be a victim right like this is what masculinity is right like it's like once you develop it um you won't have to experience a lot of the pains that i'm not saying it'll be a pain-free life but 
when you live in a masculine role, um, you definitely have more accountability, more responsibility, more ability to lead in general. Um, so, you know, it's important to reclaim your masculinity because you have to, <laughs> quite simply. If you don't, you know, it's very difficult to succeed in the dating world. Now, like I said, though, in the very beginning of this podcast, this is for people who want to be masculine. You can be a feminine man. And there's plenty of masculine women out there to, to engage with. Um, and I, I really don't see any problem with that. Um, obviously, my background and experience comes from I wanted to be masculine, but I, w- I was acting feminine. So mm-hmm. I, I developed my masculine to become right, right. the man I really wanted to be. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's important. It's important to know that. So you're not like if you, if you genuinely want love to be your priority, I'm going to say this won't be most men. Right. This would be a very small percentage of men that actually want love to be their main priority. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go do that. But if it's hurting you and it's not working, you know, have yeah. the courage to be like, change it up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I have one question for you last, uh, probably. So what are your top three favorite books, like which you could suggest to our audience also and which like your personally favorite books in terms of dating and relationship? which help you with this journey. Yeah, I have to, I have to recommend 3% man um, by Corey mm-hmm. Wayne. That'd be the first one. That's like really will get you off the ground. Um, it'll give you an understanding of what you need to do to be more successful with women. Um, mm-hmm. Number two um, is the way of the superior man uh, by yeah. David data. Mm-hmm. Um, this, in, in, this will really help you like go from just kind of a dater to more of a, a complete masculine man. Um, and then I think number three, see, number three is a tough one. You know, um, I could stick with this dating relationships topic or I could go life on you. Um, I would say we're talking masculinity. Let's say, let's say 10 X by Grant Cardone. Um, this book is all about like essentially realizing that, you need to be going harder. <laughs> yeah. um, and if, cause if, so basically if you read those first two books and you're not convinced that you need to be going harder um, or, or maybe you just don't think that a purpose is that necessary or, or success isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll read that book and I think it'll change some perspectives for you. Awesome. Great. So yeah, thank you so much, man. It was really amazing conversation. I think we talked a lot about masculinity, feminine energy, masculine energy, even feminism as well. And what should men do and how, why it is important to reclaim masculinity. So it was great talking to you, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was it was a pleasure. Um, if you guys want to check me out on Instagram, I'm, I'm at Kev underscore the coach. Um, but if you're more of like a listener, like a podcast, I got Kev, the coach experience, um, streaming, you know, everywhere too. And, um, you can check out my Instagram and I got all my links in there. Um, you can check it out and, and, uh, yeah, it was a blast being on here, man. These are important topics. You're doing, uh, yeah. doing a great job putting this information out there because it's, uh, very important. Yeah. And <laughs> guys don't forget to check out uh, his course on the superior as superior man, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The superior man course. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Inspired, inspired by the way of the superior man book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome guys. Thanks cool. for having me. Bye.